Hey there, welcome to Bandit's Keep. I'm Daniel, and getting back into this here. So, uh, I was coming in today and uh, had this idea for using Chainmail as a funnel, which I'm about to talk about. Um, and uh, this will just be a short one. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to sit down after I finish uh, doing what I'm doing and go through all the messages I've had in the past, and probably you'll see another episode from me very soon, hopefully answering in some form or another. Uh, the messages that came in over the last couple of months when I was slacking off. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Chainmail as a funnel. So this is an idea I came up with uh, this morning as I was driving in to work. By the way, um, I'm trying to do these more often, so I'm going to record while I'm doing stuff as opposed to sitting down in my office. So if I'm, it's a little bit noisy, I apologize. If this becomes an issue, I just won't do it this way. But So, had this idea this morning because I was driving in and I looked at the game that Andy Goodman's going to run for us um, coming up and just the way he generated the characters, it looked like he was going to run a funnel, although I just checked with him and he's not, which is good because I'm not a huge fan of funnels, but I'm going to talk about them anyways because I think they can be fun for some things. So funnels, if you don't know what they are. Basically, I think Goodman Games is the only one that do this, but somebody can correct me, uh, call in if you know somebody else who did, who did it before them or... I assume anybody who did it after them is just copying. Um, and what a funnel is, is when, you know, normally in an RPG you create a character right off the bat, but a funnel is where you create multiple characters that are zero level. Essentially, these uh, characters are peasants. They start with kind of a rolling pin or, a, you know, a pig or, you know, something like that as their items. They kind of uh, have no skills, so they don't, they're not classed at all. And every, every player um, creates and plays several of them. So if you have four players, they might each have four characters. So you're looking at, you know, 16 PCs going into this funnel adventure. And these funnel adventures are essentially meat grinders. They can be really fun, but the point of them is that they are, you're going to lose most of all, if not all, the PCs that go into it. They're really designed to just like every encounter you run into, you either figure it out uh, so you get through it or your character's dead. Like it's almost not worth rolling if you get into a combat because you're just so weak and so crappy, which is fine. I mean, there's, I don't have a problem with that. But the thing is, is that funnels are the kind of thing that when you first play them, it's like, oh, that was super fun. We all got killed. It was, you know, then the second time you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good way to make characters. Then the third time you're like, okay, I just want to play the game, you know, because the thing is with a funnel character is they're zero level, right? They're not a magic user. They're not a thief. They're not a fighter. They don't have all the abilities, so you've got a really fun game like Dungeon Crawl Classics with all these super cool abilities, but like the PCs don't get to actually use them because they're playing these, these crappy funnel characters. So for me, I'm just not a huge fan, especially if I want to experience a system, right? And, and, and he's going to run Dungeon Crawl Classics, so I, I mean, I should say Meet and Crawl Classics, so at first, again, I was bummed because I thought he was running a funnel, um, and I want to try all the mutant powers, right? So. Anyways, he's not doing that. But now why am I promoting funnels? Because <laughs> I do think they're a good way to get people going really quickly. They can be fun, you know, again, especially if you haven't done one before. They can be a fun way just to have a quick game. And they do actually give kind of a, a backstory, right? Your character uh, um, that goes through a funnel and now has a backstory. They have experienced something with the group. They've got their local heroes or they picked up a magic item or they they did something maybe they got some treasure and that gives you some reason it's not just a bunch of random people that you have to figure out why they're together so that's super cool right and 
If we look at chain mail, which of course I've been looking at a lot, not chain mail with OD&D necessarily the way I was talking about running it, although obviously it would combine, but chain mail itself, I think it could really be a good basis for what would eff effectively be a funnel. You know, we give our players five characters each or four characters if you want to be a funnel like that. And honestly, if you were doing it like that, you don't have to roll stats for them or anything. You just go, okay, everybody's got four characters. Write down four names of your characters. Um, you can have this gear. So one of them can have leather armor, one can have a chainmail, one can have a, a, a halbert, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, spread it out as you like. And then each character is done. Like that's all, because in Rimmer and Chainmail, all that matters is the armor they're wearing, the weapon they're wearing, and uh, wearing, okay, we're using, and that's it, right? It doesn't matter in Chainmail if they uh, have a different strength or a different intelligence, like none of that stuff matters. Then you can run through your adventure really, really simply without having to worry about too much, you know, insofar as uh, character creation, and if all the characters die, they can even make more really quickly, and then when you're done, whoever survived, just like in a DCC funnel, you can then, uh, well, of course in DCC you roll the stats, but uh, you can actually just roll their stats there on the spot now that you're done, right? You've got a surviving character, that character now gets stats, and they become a classed character. I think the only weird part or the, you know, that you'd have to kind of get past is that if you, you know, you played a character that was wearing plate mail armor, and then you decide when you roll their stats that they'd be a good wizard, <laughs> you know? They can't wear plate anymore. That's kind of a little bit weird, but it could just be that they, you know, they just decide not to, right? That's probably the better way to just think about it. So it is a game. Sometimes we don't have to overthink things <laughs> is I guess what I would say about that. So yeah, guys, I, I wonder, you know, who, whoever's played Chainmail or, or maybe been look, following the series with me, uh, what you guys think of that? I think it's a, a really interesting way to play. It's a way to throw together a fast game without having to roll stats because, again, if you're playing Chainmail, when you enter into combat, especially troop combat, all you care about is how many men they fight as, which would be one man because that's the lowest you can fight as, right? And what armor they have and what weapon they have because that gives them the class for fighting. So you can very easily, if I just said to you, hey, you're, pl you're, you're playing uh, your character, they have leather armor and a sword, then you, know, you defend as light foot and you attack as heavy foot and that's all you need to know. If you get hit once, you're dead which is effectively the same thing as what happens in a DCC funnel. I mean, sure, it is possible that you have the, the most hit points you could have for, let's say, and you might survive a hit, but realistically, funnel characters die if they get hit. So it's not really an issue, and it works really well, I think. So now I'm gonna have to try this, of course, and do a chainmail funnel. But let me know what you guys think. Is that a, a cool way to do it? it? It kind of creates a minimalistic game, if you think about it. All you need to play the game is the, the charts, you know, the troop combat charts, and I guess the chart that says what weapon and armor is relative. And I think in this situation, I probably wouldn't even get involved in like the man-to-man, -man, and they can't fight on fantasy. So again, it's just the most basic. So yeah, let me know what you think, and I'll try to be podcasting more often, and I will talk to you soon.